The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? <laughs> no, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. It's mailbag time, and a sad, somber, somber mailbag. Our last mailbag of the season. Last one till next year at some point. And we welcome you. It's the weekend, and we're chilling. And I'm Adam with Dan and Jamie. Can't wait for this for this show. Been waiting all, you know, we've been waiting all week for the mailbag. That's how it is, just to get here. All right, what's up, guys? How we doing? Good. good. Excited. Got a big weekend ahead. New Year's. You guys got good New Year's plans? They're doing no. a show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good. There we go. I, That's I, fun. I did a poll on the live stream on Thursday night. Are you gonna wait? Are you gonna stay up until midnight on New Year's? And it was like seventy percent said yes, and I just don't care. And I was trying to explain that to Chris because Chris is gonna go to a party. Like Chris, you don't have kids. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Now there is football that night, so of course I'll be up till midnight because you know the game is gonna end at like eleven twenty. But otherwise, like, I wouldn't. I would. I'd be up anyway. I'm usually up late anyway. But I wouldn't care. I wouldn't, your but. your kids though are at an age where like they don't really. I think maybe Andrew does, but understand like what New Year's Eve is. Like my kids. Yeah. My, my younger one's the same age as Andrew, but um, my my kids are like, oh, I want to stay up to me. Like they get so yeah. excited about it, you know. So, um, it'll be uh, it'll be a struggle. Like I can't remember it ever, at least not in my lifetime, falling like this on a football Sunday. So it's kind of weird. And I I've thought about that when yeah. I was invited to some plans and making my own plans. I'm like, I don't really want to be in this spot because that means I can't be watching football, and I know they're <laughs> not going to have football on over there. So what am I going to do? Watch on my phone. And so I kind of maneuvered my plans around the idea that I'm probably just focusing on watching football that finals. I don't want to miss a football Sunday. It's just not how, like, you only get 18 of these until the playoffs. Exactly, exactly. And then Monday should be great with the college game. So, all right, we got a lot of news, actually, that just come in. Injury updates for you. Uh, I lost two bets last week, so I look forward to paying up on those. 
I have to put a picture of Jamie behind me, and I have to watch a TV show that Dan will recommend. He's already thinking about it, so I hope it make it good. Make it good. Uh, we look at the Colts and Raiders game, and Michael Pittman practiced, but he still has not been cleared. So you start him if he's cleared. You don't start him if he doesn't play is my advice. Zach Moss mispractice. So if you're nervous about Jonathan Taylor, that maybe that'll make you feel better if Moss does not play. Uh, Colts cornerback Kenny Moore mispractice. I wouldn't usually bring this up, but they're already missing a starting safety. Julian Blackman out for the season, and now Kenny Moore is mispractice. But the, the tweet I saw said, don't know why Moore mispractice. Uh, it'll be cleared up. So maybe it was an illness or something like that. Hopefully he can play. He plays every snap for them on defense. Josh Jacobs will be a game-time decision. There's not much to react to right now. We're just kind of waiting to see. We've already laid out the scenarios. But I guess, Jamie, if Jacobs is a, is a true game-time decision, maybe that means if he plays, he won't be 100%. So where do you think you'd rank him if he plays? Probably still top 20. I mean, it's it's a very good matchup, as we've seen, you know, running backs against the Colts, you know, really since the Grover Stewart suspension. Um, but yeah, you got to be a little bit concerned, you know, not, not just the fact that he's may not be a hundred percent. Zamir White's been great, you know, and so why would they not necessarily just give him some touches? So it could be, it could be messy, but, um, I think if Jacobs is out there, you got to at least go with the hope of he's Josh Jacobs. And, you know, I, I hate these scenarios. I really do because, you know, we've been burned by them so many times, but you know, still the, the, the player going out there, you got to assume that he's going to be the player. All right, uh, Zay Flowers practiced, and that's good. He just got, got into practice today. Zach Taylor said, we'll see about Jamar Chase. So we'll see. And for the Dolphins, Jalen Waddell is out, but Mike McDaniel said he's not worried about Raheem Mostert. Dan, are you worried about Raheem Mostert? Not worried about Raheem Mostert. Um, look, McDaniel has been pretty clear. I feel like he's been one of the better ones at giving accurate Injury assessments. I feel like he with Tyreek Hill, he was basically like, I'm not too worried about this. And Hill was back out there after a week. So I'm gonna take his word at and hopefully hopefully it pays off. All right. And uh that's it for the news and notes for now. We'll get more as uh things go on. YouTube.com slash fantasy football today. That's where you can watch our show. YouTube.com slash fantasy football today. And that's where you can follow our live stream on Sunday morning, where we'll be answering your questions from eleven thirty AM until Kickoff, basically. So 1130 a.m. Eastern. Join us there. YouTube.com slash fantasy football today. It's time for our Apple podcast questions. Uh, all right. This is from Dev, uh, Devian Shu. I need two running backs, two wide receivers, and two flex. So two running backs, Bijan, Kamara, Brees Hall, start him, and Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. Yeah, no, it's not going to be that. So let's just say he didn't start Brees Hall. Hopefully he did. Give me two of Bijan, Kamara, and Montgomery. Bijan and Kamara. Yep, just looking at where I have them both ranked for this week, and I have them specific uh, 10 spots ahead of the next guy. So, yeah, both of those two. Is this PPR, Adam, or no? I don't know. Okay. I think either way, I'd probably go with Kamara, but it's a little bit closer. Oh, there's CEH in there, too. I'm sorry. Would you start CEH over? No. Okay. All right, give me two wide receivers. Cup, Diggs, Higgins, DJ Moore, Jaden Reed. Uh, Cup is the easy one. And then if there's no Sneed for the Chiefs and no Chase, I might go Higgins over Moore. I think I'm. I think I'm going to go Diggs for my second receiver there. But I, I would go more over either. Higgins right now. All right, and then we got two. We need two flexes. So we've got David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, Clyde, 
We got uh, Diggs, Moore, Higgins, Jaden Reed. Who jumps out at you there? I'd I'd go Montgomery and, and Higgins because I have Diggs and Cup as my two receivers. Clyde one hundred percent. If there's no Pacheco, and <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> For those who are not who are listening and not watching on YouTube, Adam just put up a picture of Amy of Jamie behind him like he promised, and it is a picture from a long time ago. Let's just say that. I mean, look at this picture. This is one of Jamie's Facebook pictures. It's the most, the most like, who puts <laughs> this on, on Facebook? Facebook? It's like a mugshot. But it was from work. That was a, that was one of my mugshots for the site. Yeah, so it's a work. It's a work. You move move your head I real quick, Adam, really. so I can see this. <laughs> oh my God, Jamie! How old are you in that pic? Um, I started okay. working here at thirty. So okay. He looks. He doesn't. Probably, he looks uh, eighteen. He looks eighteen. Jamie the kid. He does so look young. Way younger this than guy. thirty. Bless his heart. All right. Bless his heart. <laughs> I, I I'll put up a picture for real, but this one's like getting a little messed up with my background. Is screwing. No, I'm gonna send it. you a picture. I'll send you a picture. All right, fine. We don't have the back to back handy right now, but in my group chat yesterday, a few friends pointed out that Adam kind of looks like when Adam. If you guys have seen Adam's clean shaven, uh, you know the one time he actually shaved and got himself together for that interview on CBS News, and he looks a lot like Joe Flacco in that. So there's a nice back to back of Adam and Flacco. We'll get it up on a on a future show. You could just put but, your phone up to the camera. I bet we could see yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Remember they tried that one time with the text? That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, did, I'm uh, sorry, I would Jamie. go with CEH and, and Diggs if there is Sneed and or Chase. Uh, if there is no, I would I would actually take Higgins over Diggs. Uh, but CEH to okay. me is an easy one if, if there is no Pacheco. All right. We got Alpha Dave Mass here. It says Bills DST or Chiefs DST? Bills. Yeah. I'm Bills against Zappy and the Patriots. Because he's zappy. James Conner or Ezekiel Elliott? PPR from Alt 13. Uh, Conner. That one. Elliott. Yep, I'm going Conner as well. All right, from a Toyota's a Toyota. Who do I sit in Superflex? Lamar Jackson, Tua, or Baker Mayfield? Who do you sit? Mm-hmm. I can only sit one. Mm-hmm. I think I'm sorry, who is it? Who's there on Lamar, Baker, and who? Tua. Tua. I'm sitting Baker against the Saints. I think this question may have been from last week. I'm not 100% sure, but I'll read it anyway in case you advance to the final. So sit Tua. Uh, And then the land of Erie says, I'm thankful for Jacob Gibbs. Because of him, I drafted Puka. Nice. And then he says, listen all year round. And that's great advice. You should listen all year round. (laughs) And that's it for our Apple podcast questions. Dan, entertain us. What do you got uh, going on this weekend? Let's hear about these parties. Let's hear about these New Year's parties. No, no, I got nothing special going on New Year's. I was thinking about going out to East Rutherford for like a comedy show, but then again, seven o'clock start, doors open. I'm missing a lot of football. Uh, You can do it. This is what you do. You get the NFL.com app on your phone. You watch Red Zone while you're waiting to get in. There's going to be what three or four, four o'clock games. You're fine, and then you miss the Packers Vikings games. You're allowed. You're allowed. Yeah, but there's fantasy implications in that one. It just it it feels icky. I don't I don't like it. So I'm gonna just hang out with some friends and do something low key instead right. of that. Lame. Nothing special. New Year's. I've never been a big New Year's guy. Let me make that clear. So one thing, I've worked on multiple New Year's. I used to work at a bar. I've, I've worked twice on New Year's. I never was a guy who like likes to go to that. Like, let's go to the club and like you know, two fifty a person. You get this and you get that and you open bar and this and this and this like. Just never was me. Love what he lists. Unapologetic about it. Dan listing things is always great. 
yeah. Jamie, uh, are you more excited for, uh, you have to answer honestly here, football Sunday or college football Monday? Uh, football Sunday. Yeah, me too. College it's different Monday. when you don't have you know, a horse in the race. Yeah. Well, I got a horse in that college football race, but it's not a team that I'm rooting for. It's a, it's a something else, a little wager. <laughs> oh yeah, a little well, wager. That's, that's still part of it. Sure. <laughs> What's your wager? God, I love Bama against Michigan this weekend. God, I love Bama. What's the line? I, I got it when it was one. I don't know what it's moved to. I got it like the day it came out when that matchup was announced. I got it. I think Bama is going to wipe the floor with them. Really? Wow. Yes. Nick Saban, you give him a month to prepare for JJ McCarthy and that offense. Just gonna. Cr- just think he's going to crush him. Oh, you better hope you. I hope you're wrong because I think the, the Giants are going to end up drafting McCarthy fifth. No, no. Jaden Daniels is going to go third. First three picks are going to be quarterbacks, and then it's going to be McCarthy. The Giants, Giants are going to have the fifth pick. It's going to be those three quarterbacks: Marvin Harrison off the board. Good job again, Giants. You got the fifth <laughs> pick, and you missed out on all four people you want. No, you guys are going to be fine. You get a left tackle, and you'll you'll trade for Joe Flacco. Yeah, exactly. Don't trade for Joe Flacco, my goodness. Joe Flacco's so good at football these days, it's unbelievable to watch. All right, the fantasy cops are coming up, and uh, we'll be right back on Fantasy Football Today. The hit Paramount Plus original docuseries returns. The last time I saw Max, he looked at us laughing, and then everything changed in a blink of an eye. My feeling as a detective is that he was murdered. Yahoo Entertainment calls it a spine-chilling docuseries showcasing real-life tragedies. What about with your child who went missing? We need to know the truth. Never seen again. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I feel it in citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game full speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. And we're back and I'm looking for the Fantasy Cops music. There it is. It's only week 17. I'll figure out where that's located at some point. We've got your league disputes to settle right now. Fantasy Cops, here we go. This one is from um, 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 Joe from a taco shop in central Pennsylvania. Okay. That cannot be good tacos over there. I knew. You know, why would you say something wow. like that? such a snob? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Maybe, you know, maybe somebody moved out there that knows how to make tacos. But <laughs> central Pennsylvania tacos, to, on the surface, it doesn't sound so good to me. All right, dear fantasy cops, thank you for I another. I apologize. I apologize. It's, it's if it's your taco shop, by the way. I think I've now that I'm rereading this, this might, might be his or her taco shop. Could be. I'm sure they're great tacos. Let me get out there. Monday, I'll drive out there and I'll have some tacos. Okay. <laughs> thank you for <laughs> another me. season of regulation and helping keep fantasy leagues out there in order. Uh, it still seems, however, that one of the more common issues happening is the problem of trade vetoes. I was wondering if now that the season is essentially over, you could go back and give a couple quick examples, either from real life or fabricated, of trades that would be on the surface seem completely lopsided at one point that in the end worked out just fine. It blows me away how this is still a common line of thought and just how ridiculously confident managers are about certain trades in their leagues. For example, you could have traded Patrick Mahomes straight up for Joe Flacco off the couch in a 2QB league, and you would have clearly won that trade so far. Yep. Uh, I, I had this one day. where, yeah, uh, so we, we do a, basically a, a, a three headed committee. Um, 
to approve trades and we really never say no, but this has gone on for a few years and it's just worked. Um, so I traded, uh, because I didn't want to drop anyone. So I traded, and this is the keeper ramifications. I traded CJ Stroud who could be kept to one quarterback lead. CJ Stroud and Josh Palmer right after the, um, the, uh, Mike Williams injury for Michael Pittman. And it was, okay, you can keep CJ Stroud. Uh, I think Palmer was a keeper eligible player too for Pittman. And so I'm one of the three people on the, the, the committee. And one of the guys goes, um, uh, I, I don't really love the trade, but I'm obviously not going to veto it. And, um, Stroud went on that huge run. That was right before Stroud. Like he, he had one good game, but then he blew up. And right at that time, the reason I traded Stroud was because I had Fields. Fields breaks his thumb. Uh-huh. So <laughs> in hindsight, and also, I'm sorry, but part of this, I had to drop, uh, I, had to, I had to make some drops. I dropped Rashi Rice and the guy who I made the trade with picked up Rice. So he ended up getting Rice, Stroud, who Rice is the keeper uh, for Pittman. And in hindsight, I wish I never did any of those moves. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you got, no, I mean, Pittman was a great pickup. He's been, you know. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. But the combination of Stroud and Rice would have been better but, for my team. But Dan, I would have, I would have probably vetoed Mahomes for Flacco. I don't, know if I, would, I don't know if I would have vetoed that, but I, I, I think it's vetoable. It's a good example of why it's not vetoable, though, because that's the whole point of why we I don't guess. like vetoes or why I don't like vetoes, because you can't you are not the person who can decide how the rest of the season is going to play out. You oh. cannot decide. If it's so who should have made we the didn't. college football playoff? You think Florida State should have made it? Oh, no, we're not going back to this. It's exactly the same thing. We, you can't be the person. Are we who's really going decide. back to your horrible takes, Adam? I mean, God, you're exposed. So every, every, like everybody Remember that, when you told us that Detroit Lions were one of the four best teams that should be making it. Well, actually, now they're looking. Uh, good yeah, yeah, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. I think that right now, if they win on Saturday, they are the four seed. Unless the Dolphins win, then it gets pretty tough. But, but if they win on the, Saturday. Back to the veto thing. It's like this is. You, you, everything that that this listener outlined is exactly why I'm against vetoing because you cannot predict the future. When our dynasty league two years ago, when somebody traded Traylon Burks for Kyron Williams, everyone said it was the worst trade. This is when Kyron was doing nothing. This was last year, early last year. Everyone said it was the worst trade ever. People were like, how did this guy even come up with the idea to trade this? And then the guy who accepted it, the Burks guy who got Burks was like, dude, I didn't even offer this. I just got it offered to me. So I just hit accept. And everyone's like, all right, I guess we'll let it go through. But it's like unbelievably bad. Now it's the total opposite. Kyron Williams is so much better dynasty asset than Traylon Burke. So it's like you just cannot predict these things. I hate vetoes. Unless there's collusion, count me out of all vetoes. All right. From Corey. There was a problem with playoff seating on an app. I'm not going to say which one it is. It's not our, not CBS. That had the round two matchups incorrect. And as a result, the incorrect teams in the championship. Last night... The app fixed it, and the GM oh. that should have lost in round two had been kicked out. Um, and if he, oh, he was kicked out of the finals because he he had the wrong matchup. He should not have won if the matchups were right. But he feels like it's too late to be changed. No. So the no, app. No, all right. No, so they no. set the app sets the incorrect semifinals matchups, and the two teams advance. And then the app recently, within the last few days, fixes it and changes the finals matchup. So who should be in the championship? Man, I've heard a lot of weak. Why takes did it change the finals matchup? Because it had the wrong, it had the incorrect seeds playing. App had made other. the mistake and then it fixed itself. 
like I'll just oh, say. Oh, so the, the the previous round, the the, the previous round the was wrong, but it corrected himself. Uh, I don't know Tuesday or Wednesday of week seventeen. So if people are are not following along, let's say Jamie and I and Dan and Dave were playing in the semifinals, and those were the matchups: me versus Jamie, Dan versus Dave. I beat Jamie, Dan beat Dave. But really, I should have been playing against Dave, and Jamie should have been playing against Dan. And then the, yeah. the outcomes would have been different. Well, the, the app corrected itself in the middle of week 17 before the Thursday game and changed the finals matchups after no. the fact. Yeah. You, you, what do you mean, though? Commissioner, no. commissioner has to override it. You want to go back to the to the wrong ones? If that was what it said, uh, that how you played it out, then you got to go with that. <laughs> yes. Wait. <laughs> yes. What? Argue, Just because argue. the app had it wrong? You want to go back to the I'm, – I'm on totally out. No, other the commissioner didn't fix it initially. Well, he, I'm sure he was trying to, right? Oh, he, he, he said he was going to try to fix it. I don't know if he realized. If, if the commissioner before before the matchup happened, before week 16, said this is wrong. Yes. However this plays out, the two highest scores are going to advance. Okay. Yeah, but Right, because that's actually what it would be. I have no, that, that, I, I have okay, no idea question. if Was that there any happened. communication from the commissioner at all in this? I mean, that's the thing. The commissioner screwed this up, I guess. No, because- the app screwed it up. Yeah, but, the app but screwed even it up, and the commissioner has to just be like, "All right, the app screwed it up. We're trying to get it fixed, but the real matchups are this and this." Yeah, I mean, we right? we talk about we talk about this a lot, like how much strategy goes into this about trying to block your opponent and True. all these things. Like, no, if if the if the game was played and oh, that's God. how it was set up in your league, you're stuck with that. I guess so. I don't I, know, I, and I don't back down here, Dan, because we don't know that the commissioner said anything. We yeah, have no, I don't if know. The commissioner the said commission- something that's completely different. Right. Right. Yeah. I think you're right, Jamie. The commissioner did have to communicate. If the commissioner just went, whatever, play it out, see what happens, and then you're right, Jamie. Like, how do you not know it's one versus four and two versus three or one versus six? And you know, like, however, yeah. the semifinal, the the quarterfinals played itself out. Thank God this isn't our app. This is a disaster on the app's fault, uh, on the app's part. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it's weird if we have the wrong teams playing and then it fixes itself, and then we're like, ah, let's go back to having the wrong teams playing again. But I guess if he didn't say anything, you're stuck with it. Is that the take? I don't know, man. I, I, I think I just feel like if I was in the I, I position, think I, person, I think I agree with Jamie. I think you leave it as unless the commissioner said something. But if if it was just they were played out and then midweek. Oh, wait, actually, you weren't even supposed to be playing that opponent. I think I leave it as is. Oh, yeah. yeah. If it's that late. Yeah. yeah. So this this is my guess. This has probably happened. The commissioner not in the playoffs or not in, not in this matchup sets the season, sets a preseason as the the. The 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 site will handle the playoff matchups. Yeah, didn't pay attention to it. Yeah, didn't do anything. Didn't look. Then the two teams realized. Wait a minute, this is wrong. I don't know Especially if anyone realized. What do you agree with this? Jamie is such a purist from Ben. Depends <laughs> on I don't really even know what that is based on. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. Either. <laughs> I I think though, like if this is not, I I would get rid of the commissioner. Get rid of the commissioner? You said yeah. <laughs> yeah, you he's really commissioner. I mean, he's not wow. paying attention. To his that is I do not, agree with that. That is not what a purist would do. By the way, that is uh, that is harsh. Well, I mean, what what is the job of a commissioner I to make know. sure that the league is running correctly? True. Uh, I guess, but if and you put your trust, screwed the hell you put your out of trust in the technology, you know, I. Th- I but you still could double check, right? Yeah. And then you say, <laughs> I, I, "Look, I, I, guys, I, we know I, that the, we know the app's screwing up, but this is the real matchup, and we'll figure it out when we can figure it out." Ironically, with the name Mr. Miyagi, kick everybody. Um, I, uh, I'll give you an example. So I commissioned, I think, like seven or eight leagues. And uh, on Tuesday, I tried to go through and, you know, I checked all the matchups. I, I set all the matchups. I, I sent the email. Here's who's playing. 
but I didn't actually set the matchup in the in the league. And RJ, our coworker, he said, "Hey, you forgot to set the matchups." So we can easily make mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. Especially like you know some idiot like me who commissions more than one league. Um, mm. But you still have to do your due diligence and have at least some some sort of. I'm not in the playoffs. It's not it's not impacting me. I'm just making sure everything right. is run correctly. And so, you know, how did they not know when the when the game happened? Yeah, I don't know, two, man. The, the four participants. That's all. Yeah. That's on all of them. All right, this next one is from Jesse. 16-team Dynasty League. This is a little confusing, but players started in a legal lineup with no tight end when the playoffs started. It wasn't noticed until right before the second week of the playoffs. Sorry about that. Uh, Which was Christmas Eve. The post was made by another playoff team, but not an opponent. So he said, this guy's got an illegal lineup. The illegal lineup player contended that since the website allowed the lineup... It was legal, but the league bylaws are clear that it was illegal. All right, so he started a lineup with no tight end. Question one, illegal or legal? Question two, if illegal, retroactively change scores? If so, how? Question three, if illegal, appropriate punishment? I don't understand. Like he, and he's, I don't get it either. Jesse he said, wanted to start no tight end? No, I think he screwed up, or maybe he didn't pick up somebody up, or maybe he just... There was no one to pick up. It's a dynasty league. Sometimes 16 team. You probably don't have any tight ends that are worth starting. And well, I mean, dropping it, someone from your roster for. So maybe I think it's stupid to have a legal quote unquote, like a technically this is illegal. So now the whole lineup is screwed up. No, he didn't start a tight end. So what? He gets zero points. We move on. I don't think you ever. What are we going to do? Negate the entire score of his team because he didn't start because technically he missed one part of the legal rule. Well, but like, you could be right that he didn't want to drop anyone in the dynasty league to pick up a tight end. That's right. League bylaws are clear that it was illegal. It says illegal. Well, yeah, illegal. Well, guess what? League bylaws need to change because it's a dynasty. We're not changing their rules right now. We are we are going by their bylaws. Okay, by your bylaws, so, fine. It's legal. Now, what do you want to do about it? it but, but again, bylaws like, claim it's illegal, but they don't have any punishment for it. But it that's the thing I don't understand. Like, if if the site is allowing the scores to register, why are you punishing that person for punishing themselves by right. getting a zero in their lineup? Like, he he or she is making the conscious decision to take a zero there because they don't want to ruin their long term roster. Right. You're that's, okay that's with that, I'm, but I'm, if the rules say you have to start right. a tight end or every position, are you okay with that? Because I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of dirty. What's uh, dirty? Not starting a tight yeah, end. Yeah, I think, I think you have to make the tough roster so decision. If, if that's sorry. what it says in the rules, that you know, the way you're reading it is they have to have a legal lineup. Yes. And I, I would, I would understand legal lineup to be if the site allows the score to count, like our site, for example, if you have a legal lineup, you get a zero. Right. But he says, Jamie. He says. League bylaws are clear that it was illegal. So I'm I'm taking that to, to mean that there's something in the bylaws that say you have to have one of you have to have each position. The bylaws clearly right. are so not like, aligned with the actual site. So, that is right. So, so like like your rules, Adam, in, in Baked Burger, you can't have you you could not do this in our, our league. Right. You couldn't do put, it. You put need somebody, to take, take somebody out of your line. It had to be somebody on an active roster, active NFL roster in your lineup, right? Correct? That's yes. Yeah. Yes. You have right, to start the about cheating active. All the time. You have to be. You can't no, have it inactive. No, Jamie. No, unless so you're Dan. If, yeah. If if that, <laughs> if that if that is the rule, then they have to have something like that. Then yes, it, it is illegal. Well, now, what do so you do then, about it, though? So, I I mean I I guess you. I would I, mean, I would give him a slap on the wrist and say don't do it again. Too. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If this is the first time that has happened, yes, I think you'd say. 
you have to you have to have somebody in, in your lineup. But what was the outcome? Did they win? They must have. I mean, they won at least one round. I don't know if they're in the finals or not. I mean, on the flip side of that, kudos to them. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, that's it for the Fantasy Cops. And there we go. Thanks you very much. We'll, we'll keep reading Fantasy Cops stuff throughout the offseason. Email fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Put Fantasy Cops in the subject line. Boy, I uh, I don't know if you just saw the email that just came no. in, Jamie. Um, it said, Adam has rabbit ears. How sensitive. You sound like the weenie you are. This guy. I'm in a, somewhat of an email fight with this guy. Which guy? <laughs> His name is Wayne, and he emailed us last week, or no, a few days ago. He emailed us two days ago, and he, the subject was votes. And he said, no votes. By the way, vote for us, sportspodcastawards.com, best fantasy in gaming, uh, fantasy betting and gaming. That's male host. No, said no Adam. votes as long as Azer's on the show. He snarks <laughs> that Bill Belichick was a good coach because of Brady. Brilliant. Reed is good because of Mahomes. Walsh was because Montana, etc. Every freaking show, he says the dumbest bleep. I listen because Jamie, Dave, and Heath are good. Please find somebody who is competent. And this pissed me off. So I wrote him back, because let me tell you something. I don't mind getting criticized for things that I said. I hate getting criticized for things that I didn't say. So I said, I did not say that. Maybe you need to listen better. I said, quote, he is the best coach of all time. Thanks for this ridiculous email, but you are completely wrong about what I said. And then he called me a weenie. So here we go. Weenie. <laughs> you handled that well. Way better than I handled the trolls. I, I rarely respond, but I, I really know, don't like right getting move. I don't like when people call me out for things that I didn't say. Same. So it's they, the worst feeling in the world when people say something that you said that you didn't I had, say. Uh, I had somebody uh, say to me yesterday, um, that I should I should resign today because of where I ranked Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! That's it. Call it a career. You missed the Flacco ranking. That's yes. not, you can't come back from that because because I didn't rank the 38 year old quarterback taking on the team that allows the fewest fantasy points yes. without his best receiver. High enough, right? Without high Cooper, enough. didn't say I, sit him. By the way, did not say sit him. I just didn't rank him high enough. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I would love to know where that guy would have ranked him. You know. Probably lower than you. Right. They have, that's the whole thing. They can criticize you, but they don't have any, their rankings out anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it is our job to rank them. But Office still, Depot we're going to get some wrong, all right? Office Depot here says, bye, Jamie. Good run. Yeah. <laughs> Are you hiring, by the way? <laughs> Accept yeah. your resignation. All right. Um, anyway, uh, let's get to your emails. Fantasyfootball at CBSI.com. Andrew has an email. Subject line is mailbag CEH. Would you start CEH in PPR over James Cook, or would you flex him over Kelsey or McBride? Um, I would not over not flex one? him over Kelsey or McBride. I don't. Well, McBride. Actually, maybe I would. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, look, it's it's such a good spot. I mean, it really is. This again, assuming Pacheco's out, DJ Reader's absence for the Bengals has been glaring. Chandler. Monster game. Like, we'll find out about Chandler because it's another good matchup for him. But we saw last week he struggled in a tougher matchup against the Lions. And I know it's Clyde Edwards-Alaire. We've been burned by him many a time. But you go back to pre-Pacheco, and when he got opportunities, he was fairly successful. He was not as successful as, let's say, Pacheco has been. But with a struggling Mahomes right now, a struggling passing game, and just that gaping hole <laughs> in, in in the middle of that Bengals defense, like it just feels like a layup. So, um, 
yeah, I, I would start CH. I think for me, I would probably still go CH over Cook. I just know that I can't, no matter what, I can't bet Kelsey in this matchup because of how often Luana Rumo, the, the Bengals DC, is going to play too high. And what we saw Pat Fryermuth do against that kind of defense already this year. I know they are specifically going to have stuff to stop Kelsey. It's not like they're just going to let him run amok, but that style of defense, it, it's based on having that too high look and having the middle of the field open. And if you have the middle field open as your defense, you don't play a lot of sit middle field close style, you know, one high cover one, even cover th- a lot of cover three where you have someone in the middle field. It feels like Travis Kelsey should eat against that style of defense. So that's the guy I want in my lineup no matter what. I'm still comfortable playing both Kelsey and ZH. It just gets a little dicey because of how bad the Chiefs offense has been. And you're, you're you know, you're relying on two players in that offense. But given the matchup against New England for Cook, I'm, I'm fine doing it. I wonder if they changed their approach, knowing that the Chiefs don't have. I know MVS can do it, but yeah, anyone a can lot stretch. of right. players that stretch the field that they rely on. True. I yeah, wonder too. True. I just feel like that defense is based on having that look, that two yeah. high look. Yeah, totally. All right, from Chad, pick a DST: the Bears, the Broncos, the Colts, or the Texans. Ooh, Texans for me. Take a look real quick. Bears, Broncos, Colts. I go in Broncos. I getting am Nick, uh, going. They're getting uh, oh, their uh, edge rusher back. Uh, Benito. Benito. Thank Benito, you. yeah. Uh, out of Oklahoma. I'll, I'll go Broncos, too. It's close for me. I'll go Broncos. I like that Chad put the DSTs in alphabetical order. Bears, Broncos, Colts, Texans. Very nice of you. Thank you. From Scott, <clears throat> super flex dilemma. Two running backs and a super flex spot. Um, all right. Quarterback is dialed back a good ways. One point for every 30 yards and only three points for a passing touchdown. Hmm. So what are we doing here? He's got... So basically you have to score two touchdowns for every one for a running back and receiver. It's interesting. Pollard, Mostert, Chandler, Zamir White, Calvin Ridley, and Gardner Minshew. Um, I don't know what he needs, though. Would he you says, st- can I bench Pollard to start Mostert and Chandler with the Superflex then becoming down between White if Jacobs is out, Ridley and Minshew? Um, so many names here. I don't- all right. All right. First question. Would you bench Pollard to start Raheem Mostert or Ty Chandler? Yes. I would start Mostert over those three. Or yeah. out of those three. I would, if those, and if Zamir White's in the equation, I would go with Mostert and Zamir White over Pollard and Chandler. If Jacobs is out, yeah. And then what's your super flex? Are you going Pollard, Chandler, Ridley, or Gardner Minshew? If Pittman plays, I would go with Minshew. This is a if Pittman really... is out, I might go Pollard. Now, you might not know that because of the Saturday game, but hopefully we get an answer True. on Pittman. Yeah. I think I'm going Minshew no matter what, personally. It is dialed back with one point for every 30 and three point, but it still is the most consistent scoring position. Uh, this is from Jamal. 12-team PPR, two receivers and a flex. If you want to know why he's in the finals, he's got Amonra St. Brown, Puka Nakua, Stefan Diggs, Rasheed White, Rice, wow. and Clyde and Zamir White. Am I benching nice. Diggs for one of the Chiefs, Rice or Clyde? I would. I mean, Rice's matchup, you know, you you, you talk about this, and, and, and Dan, this kind of maybe plays into the, the, the defense here. They've been terrible against number one receivers. The Bengals have. I mean, look what Pickens did last week: thirty-five points. Um, you had the two, um, the two Vikings guys. Uh, they went off against them. 
True. It, it just feels like this is a this is a easy setup for Rice with you know consistently getting eight plus targets in the last five games, and Diggs has been struggling. And Ceh again, the matchup's beautiful. So yeah, I, I would sit Diggs for those guys. Okay, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to say to to you know rally against that either based on the matchups. I have a weird squeaky wheel feeling with Diggs, but it's mostly just a gut feeling. I'd rather go with the actual logic. And Jamie outlined the logic, so I'm I'm good with going with the Chiefs. Squeaky wheel, man. I hope it is for Diggs. You know, it's like the people that the people that get to the championship game, I know. or you know, take it back a week before. You know, with with these guys that have been struggling and you're winning in spite of them. Like, right. you know, this is the perfect example, you know, got big game from St. Brown, big game from Puka. Um, you know, who, who knows who else is on, on, on his team. And it's like, you know, you're dragging these star players to the finish line that have not been performing. You just want like, wake up and <laughs> give me one. Yeah. Just yeah. Give me one more. I, I mean, the thing with Diggs is like, you could call it a squeaky wheel, but his target share in his last five games is 25%, 21.2%, which isn't so good, 27.5%, 31.3%, and 44.4%. Allen has thrown, I think, 36 passes in his last two games combined, so it's not a lot of targets, but he is getting a lot of the target share. Uh, he just has to play better. He just has to do more with it, and he has to be targeted downfield a little bit. I'm not saying throw a bomb to him, but how about 15, 20 yards downfield? Can we get something like that, you know? Hasn't really yeah. been a lot of that uh, for Diggs. All right, uh, moving on to a super flex question from Shane. We need to sit four of this group. It's super flex and it's half PPR. Uh, we don't have to worry about the super flex, though, because he's got Tua and Flacco. Good job on Flacco. So one, two, three, four, five, six. All right, you need to pick four, basically. Rank your favorite four here. Metcalf, Diggs, Swift, Barkley, Hubbard, Achan. There were more players, but one's Cooper and one's Waddle, so you don't have to worry about that. So give me four out of six. Metcalf, Diggs, Swift, Barkley, Hubbard, Waddle. Or Hubbard, Achan. What's the format? Half PBR. Super flex, too. Yeah, but like I said, it doesn't matter. Uh, Metcalf, Diggs, Hubbard, and Barkley for me. Swift for Jamie. Oh, Swift, yeah. So you're going Hubbard over Barkley? Yeah, as long as he's healthy. I Actually, I'm going Barkley and Swift and benching Hubbard. Yeah, me too. Boy, Jamie's being very bold on Saquon Barkley this week, Dan. It's very a bold. brutal matchup, man. It really I is. I don't blame him. They've been I do, awesome. I do personally think Tyrod helps Barkley as fantasy value immensely, though. Personally. Yeah, I, I do too. I don't know about immensely, but he helps. <clears throat> DeVito was so freaking bad the last two weeks. Yeah, he was. From Randy, I'm waiting for Flacco to, to do that, but it's not happening. <laughs> no, Flacco can throw a football. That's yeah, the difference. He can. He can throw it to the other team, too. From Randy. He throws a lot of picks, but he also just rips seeds. Like the, Some of the throws he made to Njoku last night were like, I looked at it, and I'm like, and I watched a couple of the film this morning on it, and I'm like, honestly, I don't know if I could name five or six quarterbacks who can make some of these throws. Now, again, that means he also throws the picks and he's slower and he's not, he's not perfect, but he's also, he allows you as a coach. This is why people are, are so confused. I think on the Flacco things, it's like the Browns had three quarterbacks in here and then Flacco. And to me, Flacco has been by far the best. I don't know how you guys feel. Maybe Watson yeah. of course he's oh, had yeah. a stretch oh, yeah. that was like decent, I guess. And it's like, why? How is this possible? Because my Jets fan friend was like, I watched 10 games of Flacco last year. He's worse than Zach Wilson. He was worse. Than I'm like, sometimes coaching can change everything. Like, 
Flacco has a specific skill set, and you could design your offense around that skill set. More intermediate throws, more play action that's designed for deep shots and to get leaking tight ends and things like that out into the intermediate ranges of the field. And they're designing a good offense that fits his skill set. And right now, I don't think that many quarterbacks can actually operate that offense because they don't have the arm talent that Flacco has, personally. Did, did you see that uh, he's already now in six games, 33rd? In what? Most passing yards. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> and he's 18 yards away from passing Baker Mayfield. I mean, I, I did uh, see Johnny the crazy. You want to hear an even crazier Joe Flacco stat? Yeah. And I, this might not be true, but I think it's true. Because I didn't fact check it. Someone will need to fact check. Maybe Adam. In his just this December games, Joe Flacco, just this December, he has as many passing touchdowns as Kenny Pickett in his entire career. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got some news updates here, actually, big ones. Jacoby Brissett is questionable to play with a hamstring injury. So Ooh. would you uh, not? Would you sit Terry McLaurin if it's Sam Howell? I would still start him in three receiver leagues, but this is a huge downgrade. Huge yeah. downgrade. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco is practicing and Clyde Edwards Elaire is not practicing. Wow. Oh, okay. Uh, so forget everything we said about Clyde Edwards yeah. on the show. I guess. No, just, no, just put Chiefs I'm running kidding. back there. Chiefs running yeah, back. Yeah, monitor it. Right. Uh, Legereus Sneed not practicing and left tackle oh, Donovan boy. Smith. After, I don't think Sneed's going to play. I mean, that's three straight not missed practices. Clyde's yeah, a different story because it's an illness, but that's a big deal. Um, Okay, and Mason Rudolph's going to start for the Steelers. All right, uh, Randy needs three receivers in PPR. Lamb, Evans, Rice, Diggs, Pittman, Collins. This is really hard. Uh, Lamb is an easy one. Uh, so let's get two of Evans, Rice, Diggs, Pittman, Collins. Um, Evans and Pittman for me, assuming Pittman plays. If Pittman is out, I would go Rice and Evans. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Evans and Come Rice. Come on, Jamie. I thought we were on Nico here. Um, Nico's a little behind those guys. I love All Nico, right. but he's a also Diggs is in this mix, which is crazy. But I still <laughs> would bench him. This is such a good, uh, so many good options here. Lamb, Evans, Rice for me. It's almost like you know, it's funny because like you almost want to take some of this out of the the out of your hand. So like you you yes. want, almost want Pittman to sit. Yes, one hundred percent makes it easy for you. All right, this is from Travis. Jamie asked for the starting quarterbacks and championships. I have been. I have to decide between Tua and Derek Carr. My opponent is starting Jake Browning. Do you guys go with Tua or Carr? Carr. Yeah, the match. I'll go with Carr because of the matchup. Vroom, no water. That's Carr. <laughs> <laughs> well, I lost Howell, so I had to do another sound effect. Uh, okay. Jacob is in a 12-team PPR league. Derek Carr's been in the NFL for like 40 years, and you haven't said that one. <laughs> I know. And he was the guy who said Derek Carr can lead uh, Washington to a championship. That's right. That, again, hate being criticized for things I never said. Uh, just to be clear, I'm goading Adam. He never said that. But he did say that he would help that team, I think. And this is what I was going for. Uncle Slayer says, Adam, that was so unfunny. It was the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's exactly classic, what I was going classic, for. Classic, yep. Yeah, you know? 12-team uh, PPR league. I'm st I have to start two receivers, two running backs, and two flexes. Here's my current lineup. Should I change anything? Okay, on his bench, he has Zay Flowers, Roshan Johnson, Noah Brown, Wicks, and Chase Brown. In his lineup, he has Lamb, Amonra St. Brown, Jerome Ford, nice work, Jalen Warren, Puka Nakua, and Rasheed Rice. So I'll make it easy. Should he bench Jalen Warren? That's the only one. No, you can't do it. No, you're good. Your lineup's good. You're not going to bench Jalen Warren for Roshan Johnson or Chase Brown, right? 
No, I can't. Uh, make, the only thing I would consider here. Well, no, you can't actually because it's a flex. So no, I'm I'm completely good right. here. The only like I'm not benching any of those four receivers. That's for sure. Yeah. So it's just a matter of if you have any movement on the running back. P.S. Adam, listen to Dan with his TV show TV show suggestions. Yeah. Fargo is amazing, and so is The Wire. I like this guy. Dan, listen to Adam with his movie suggestions. He's seen more great movies than you think, so I'd be excited to watch anything he recommends. It's fair. All his recommendations so far have been good recommendations. Um, still a matchstick man. Half of that movie, I've seen like so 40 good. minutes of it. So it gets um, so good. And I owe him just friends. Yeah. All right. But I will rate all four once I'm done. And you, I'm assuming Matchstick Men will be my favorite of the four based on what I look for in movies. What's well, the four? Just Friends, Christmas Vacation, Matchstick Men, and? Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh, Die Hard. Okay. Die Hard is the best. And not for Die me, Hard's though. Like best. for other people, yes, I'm not an action guy. So it's not like I'm just never been an action movie guy. I like thinking movies. I like that type of stuff. Yeah, well, that's, that's what you get when you leave the stick in the burger. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I continue to get messages from people, pictures sent to me on Twitter that you guys are tagging as well of big burgers, big messy burgers with avocado on it, bacon, lettuce, all sorts of toppings. Let's just take the stick out and go fill willy nilly. Oh, everything's falling out, <laughs> sliding out. It's all right. I'll just use my hands and disgustingly put it back on the burger, take the bun off and put it back together. Or I can keep it together the entire time with the stick. I think that if I were blindfolded, I could eat that type of burger without everything falling apart. I just don't, but all right, anyway. Exactly like that doesn't happen. It happens. Everyone knows it happens. We're Adam, take you a know break. you've had messy food before. I said messy I was going to tell a bad story. If, if you really want to hear it, Jamie, I'll tell the bad story. Or we can right, just, I got to go soon. They're going to call me for HQ. All right, we got to read the uh, YouTube comments. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football today. If you're looking for a podcast adventure, check out Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America, and has been downloaded more than four million times. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons can be discovered anywhere hilarious podcasts can be found. It's like Lord of the Rings, if everyone was an idiot. New CBS Monday. Federal agents! Here's where we can see them. NCIS Hawaii is back. New criminals to catch. Armed robbery, aggravated assault, murder. And new investigations to be solved. These guys were good, but even masters make mistakes. Vanessa Lachey and featuring LL Cool J. Violin Island, you got it. Welcome to paradise. A new NCIS Hawaii Monday, 10, 9 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Right, well, you want to hear this bad story? Yeah, bad story. It's a legendary story in my family. But Dave was telling us, Dave was talking about Nico Collins today and the cornerback on Tennessee who's going to be covering him. And he said something like, he's a lot bigger than this guy. And it triggered something in my from my childhood. <laughs> okay. It's really not a good story. But, but it, if you just think about it, I don't know. If you knew my dad, anyway. Um, my dad volunteered to coach my basketball team because I think I was late for signups, and this was a way to get me in the league. So I got in the league. He's coaching a team. He's He should not be a basketball coach. He's got a very basic understanding of sports. No, he's a sports guy, but not a guy who should be coaching basketball, right? So um, there was a kid on our team, Gene. He was our best player, and I was guarding him in practice, and I don't know. He took a jump shot or something, and he missed. And my dad stops practice this quote has been like, we've been saying this quote for like 20 years now, more than that. He stops practice to like tell Gene, he's like, Gene, he's like, 
you're bigger than Adam, you're faster than Adam, and you can jump higher than Adam. He's like, you should be taking the ball to the hoop. Like, he just <laughs> destroys me in front of the whole team. And we've been saying that forever. And Dave, uh, Dave reminded me of that this morning. With the, no, I triggered like that. Him. Sorry. that yeah, wasn't a bad did. story. I was funny. I liked it. Yeah, I met, Adam, I met Adam's dad once. Than Adam. You should be door destroying Adam right in front of his son. <laughs> I met Adam's dad once. Um, uh, we we told this story a long time ago. Uh, when Adam moved to New York, I took his couch. Okay, I bought his couch from him, and I went to go pick it up at his parents' house because he already moved it from his apartment to his parents' house. And so, ring the doorbell. His dad comes to the door. I said, "Hey, um, you know, Jamie, I work with with Adam here to pick up the couch." Didn't say a word to me. Just walked away. No, <laughs> what? Come on, really? What? Uh, no, I what? believe that. I believe that. He's he's just he's he get that's a. And then Dave. What do you mean? Dave you met that? him, and then Adam's mom came to the door. I was like, "Oh, hey, how are you? you know, very sweet." Yeah. yeah, I was what like, "What's with your dad? Why did he so, do that?" He's just really quiet. He's just really quiet, and it was the middle of the day. Quiet, or he was working. Okay. Quiet, or is he curmudgeon? What their difference? There's a no. He's difference. not curmudgeon at all. He's just okay. he's just, quiet, just like a. And then I also heard a story about Adam's dad from going, a mutual yeah. friend of ours that uh, he used to drive Adam and and a couple of friends' neighbors to school, and forgot that they were in the car <laughs> and drove them to work. <laughs> 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 yeah, the carpool king. Uh, it's so funny. Um, yeah. All right. Anyway, let's get some YouTube comments here. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think the best part of this story was it was Adam Sad just staring blank blankly at Jamie and just turning around, and coming back into the house. I don't think that's what happened though. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, let's get two running backs here at non PPR: a Raiders running back, James Cook, David Montgomery, or Clyde if Pacheco is out. Um, non PPR, Montgomery, C H, and Montgomery. And what if Pacheco is in? Then Cook and Montgomery. Yeah. Okay. With that, Kincaid, Tucker Craft, or Gerald Everett. Everett Craft for me. Actually, no. I'm sorry. Everett with stick is you have to play him. Everett. I got good news. I got good news and bad news. What do you want first? Bad news, always. (laughs) Always go good news, but bad news more good news. Are you guys like? Here's a quick question: (laughs) You guys get a plate full of food, right? Do you eat the best thing first or last? I I did that today. I had a chicken sandwich with French fries from last night. I was eating the leftovers. Great chicken sandwich. Got avocado on it. Got some barbecue sauce. Did you have stick? What? No, no stick. Hold the hell on. That was going to be a good chicken sandwich until you said you barbecue and avocado. Barbecue sauce. Oh, it's great. No, it's a good combo. It's called the kicking chicken at the Mount Kisco Diner. I did get. I got it without bacon, though. Barbecue sauce. And first of all, why did you take the bacon off? Because I'm trying to be a little healthy here. One. I'm trying to be a little healthy here, Dan. You're eating a chicken sandwich with, with bread, barbecue sauce, and, and you're, now you're just claiming you're trying to be healthy? Yeah. Throw the bacon on. It's no. not going to make a difference at that point. Anyway, what I did was, like, the, you know, leftover heated up fries next day. They're okay. Never They're good. Great. Nope. They're okay. I ate them kind of the same, but the last few bites were the chicken. I, I always save the last few bites yeah. are going to be the best one. So you're you're on team me. You save the best for last. <laughs> team you, yeah. That's what, team me. That's what it's called. <laughs> team Dan. The people, anybody who does that is team wait, wait, Dan. By, by the way, there was there was a very first time, I, I forgot who said it, but when we were talking about the, the <laughs> burger stick, somebody asked, does Dan bring his own sticks to the restaurant? <laughs> 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 the ones that don't hand it out. <laughs> all right, all right. So the good news and the bad news is, the bad news is Zach Moss is out. It was actually good news. Sorry, it's good news 
switch out of the Taylor. The even better news is that Michael Pittman is going to play. He cleared the concussion protocol. Ooh, Pittman. Uh, I am, yes. Adam is the leftovers king. I absolutely am. Every time I get takeout, I get it with in mind with two meals. This is going to be two meals. Smart. Uh, thank you. You're like my, uh, my, my in-laws. <laughs> yeah, they, it is smart. And it's, it's good portion control. Half PPR, pick two. Zamira White, David Montgomery. Now remember, Josh Jacobs is a game time decision. Zamira White, Montgomery, Pacheco, Devontae Smith. Uh, based on what we know right now, I would say you got to play Montgomery. Yes. Because of the uncertainty, of what's going on with the Chiefs and the Raiders backfield, because they play Saturday. I'm not benching Smith though in PPR either. Well, it's half PPR. Um, oh, half PPR. Sorry, I it, So I would play Montgomery. Unless we get news on the Raiders and Chiefs backfields. If we do get news on the Raiders and Chiefs backfield, Pacheco is my favorite of this group by far, by a mile. Um, so I would play Pacheco. Mm-hmm. And then I would probably go with, if it's no Jacobs, I'd go Zamir. <laughs> it's funny how the That's most fair. benign comment can set Dan into rant mode. I I love it. This is the charm. I'm always Dan. on full tilt rant mode. Yes, I can be I can be t- talking to a rant very easily. Speaking of Adam, uh, you know, you mentioned before you you buy a meal and then you split it into two essentially for like the leftovers plus the meal, and you're like, oh, it's good portion control. I was thinking about it. No wonder you're 133 pounds. You order a meal and you eat like <laughs> half of it and then use the next for your next meal. But that's weird though, because like you always uh boasted how you could eat a whole I could pizza. Yeah, no, I eat could, a whole what? A pizza. I could I could eat I, You're I could not eat. a kind of guy who can eat a whole pizza by any means whatsoever. Let's, Dan, you and I let's meet in the city, I'll eat a whole pizza. <laughs> you are not the kind of guy who can eat a whole pizza. I'll meet a, a whole You're pizza. Not. I, so a sixteen inch pizza, you can eat the whole thing. That's like a normal eight slice pizza? Yeah. If I were really hungry, I've done it before. Uh, you have to eat a whole pizza before. Hung- I mean, not like probably over the course of an hour. I'll come oh back. I'll come back for some. Yeah, but if I were I, right. normal I hungry, think, I, I think I'm five. coming. I think I'm going to be in in the New York, New Jersey area at some point. But I'll say by the end of February. Okay, we'll all meet. We'll yeah. go for pizza, and we're going to put out into the test. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, and, the and New, we'll York, New York pizza is usually pretty thin. So Zach, you know. if you're listening, no, no, no. We'll get a thi- we'll get like a famous raise. We'll get like a thick. No, that's famous a raise. No Let's that. just go to Spar. No, no, no. It's a different famous raise. I'm talking about the one in Verona, New Jersey. Uh, Dan, have you ever heard the uh, the Heath the Heath Dave pizza story in New York? I heard they took him to Sparrows. <laughs> no, it's like the equivalent of Sparrows. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe that. There's so many good places. And then now he's like, oh, New York pizza is horrible. It's like, yeah, he took you to the world. He didn't give you New York pizza. What I love I love Dan's impression voice, and I've been working on it. So it's like, oh, <laughs> pizza is horrible. It's terrible. It's never specific to anyone. It's yeah. always the same voice. It's, it's a generic impression voice. Okay, I need two. Zeke, Chandler. Javante Williams, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. Uh, Zeke and Clyde. If if Pacheco's out, if Pacheco's out. I'm not benching Clyde. Zeke and uh, Chandler. Or Zeke to me. Uh, Zeke Chandler. I would go with Zeke and uh, Ch if he's in, and Zeke and Chandler if Pacheco's in. Boys, I got to run. It's been fun. All right. Hi, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. Oh, Jamie has to run. <laughs> you gotta go. Bye. Uh, Alex it. says Jared Stidham over Easton Stick and Devontae Adams or DJ Moore. I'm, I'm gonna God. go Stidham and Adams. Stidham for sure for me. I'll start there. Start him, Stidham. Um, 
Stidham and then Adams. Stardom, Stardom or Stidham? No? Stidham. Yeah, no, I saw what you it's were doing. It's a funny teammate. It's a good teammate. It was not funny at all. No. <laughs> Superflex, half PPR. Likely KJ Osborne. Mahalo. Uh, likely. Yeah, he says Mahalo. You must be in Hawaii. That's awesome for you. Uh, yeah, likely for me. Uh, Keenan Allen and see, I don't know if Allen will play. Okay, you're obviously you, responding to someone you know in the I was chat. About, by the way, with the pizza thing, Adam. What's that? Have you ever seen the show uh, Review? No. It's an incredibly underrated show. I think it's on Paramount, by the way. Am I going to have to watch? Is this going to be the show I have to watch? It might be. Okay. It might be. I'm debating. There's a lot. of, But this is not, it doesn't fit your criteria of wanting a drama. It's a comedy. Okay. So in the show, it's about a guy. It's, it's for those out there. I'm going to do a quick review of this. A quick review of the show Review. It's about a guy called Forrest. You'll know, you'll recognize the actor immediately. The whole base of the, sh- of the show is He's the host of a TV show called Review, and anyone can send in anything they want to be reviewed, and he's so crazy that he'll do it. Okay. So, like, one, one episode, somebody sent him a, a, a thing. They're like, hey, Forrest, what would it be like to eat 16 pancakes? So he goes to the diner and, like, slops through 16 pancakes and, like, talks through his experience, and, like, he's throwing up in the parking lot. And it's like, <laughs> that's, that's a good premise. There's a twist at the end of the show because there's three things he reviews on each episode, and one of them was the 16 pancakes. The second one was divorce. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, yes, and he goes through divorcing his wife, um, and then there's a third one that's just so freaking funny, and it ties everything together. So, I don't want to give it away, but it reminded me when you were thinking of you eating a full pizza. I feel like you'd be forced in that, where you would just be just devastated going through those last few bites and then throwing up in the parking lot. A uh, kitchen toothbrush says Mount Kisco Diner. Yeah, so that is uh, basically is that? oh, it's it's where I got the chicken sandwich from last night. It is you have to amazing. It's a it's a very upscale diner. So it's, when you go through it, I mean, you go to like a diner, Adam. What is it like? Like a forty six minute drive away from the farm to get to it anywhere? <laughs> you know, with like lights on. I don't live in Sleepy Hollow anymore. Okay, I live in Mount Kisco, and farm? I go to the Mount Kisco Diner. It's a Are you still diner. living in farmland? There's a farm right behind me, actually. Do you just uh, you're like a farm magnet, Adam? I have uh, I had a goat. I had a like uh, I had a deer in my yard the other day. I've had turkeys in my yard. Can you think of two people who would be worse farm hands than Adam and me? Oh gosh, what a what a buddy comedy that would be. <laughs> it would be a death, devastating. All right, let's read some more questions here. PPR, one running back and one flex. Ken Walker, Zamir White, DK Metcalf, Gabe Davis, no. And Demarcus oh, no. Robinson. Dude. All right, Metcalf uh, for sure. Metcalf's the obvious one. I think it's Walker for me. I just like the explosive play option op- optimability. I know it's I mean, look, if Jacobs doesn't play, it's white. So just let me start by yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right. No, I agree. Play. I would go Metcalf and Walker yeah. if Jacobs plays, and I would go Metcalf and White if Jacobs does. Sure. Doesn't. Fair. That's it's easy. All right. Let's see. Adam puts French fries in his sandwich. No, I don't. I'm not into that. I, I do that sometimes, and it is a great move. But let me say something about the French fries in the sandwich. It's good. But what's better is a uh, cold cut sandwich with chips in it. That does sound good. Uh, yeah, you don't do that. I don't really eat cold cuts. They're start doing that. very bad for you. Well, you be careful who you're saying, given sponsors that potentially be on the show. But as I've been told Look, in the they're past. They're my absolute favorite. Th- I love cold cuts. Not my favorite. but I Oh, you were joking. Them. You were going the opposite. No, no, no. I, I really try to avoid them. But they are oh. so good and very hard to avoid. So I've heard and read about how bad they are for you. And I scare. it scares me because my dad eats cold cut sandwich for, for lunch every single day. Yeah. So it's a little scary to think about. But 
You could also go the Italian deli style and just have like a chicken cutlet sandwich. That can't be that bad for you. No. It's just bread and chicken. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's you just criticized me for eating that earlier because I had avocado and barbecue on it. But that's what I had. No, I had because- bread and chicken. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's man. right. That's right. Yeah. All right. PPR, <laughs> James Cook, Jonathan Taylor, Bijan Robinson, or Michael Pittman. Holy cow. One. Only pick one. I'm going Pittman. Uh, uh, Taylor, right? I'm going Pittman. You're going Pittman. I'm the going Taylor. The guy has been absolutely Zach, Mo- Zach Moss out, though. It's a really tough matchup, though. The Falcons give up. Or, uh, sorry, the, the Raiders, they've been really the great against are running so backs lately. so good against lately. a run lately. Sure that I buy it to be honest with you. I feel like it's been Why? a little matchup y. But Taylor they, they, has they a run the Chiefs. Yeah, but the Chiefs don't have a great run game. I mean True. Uh, yeah, it's not fair. Pacheco's been pretty good. Pacheco, All right, uh, I'm going Pittman, but he is injured, so if you don't want to go Pittman, I'd go Taylor. David Montgomery mm-hmm. or Javante Williams and half PPR. Yeah, easy Montgomery for me. Pick two is about our last per- what's that? I'm just personally like probably not benching Montgomery. I'm just going to start with a blanket statement. If I have Montgomery on my team, he'll play. He gets touchdowns almost every week. He'll be in my lineups. But go on. Ty Chandler, David Montgomery, Zeke, and Clyde. Pick two. Monty, because I just made the case for that. And CEH, as long as uh, what's-his-name doesn't play, and that's Pacheco. By what's-his-name, I mean Pacheco. Um, Everyone knows his name. I don't know why I said what's-his-name. And then, also, if he does play Pacheco, I will play Zeke and Monty. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's it for the mailbags, folks. What a fun no. year we've had. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and putting up with us on these Saturdays. Uh, I know we get a little goofy on the mailbags, but I hope most of you enjoy it. I certainly did. It's uh, it's really a fun show. So anyway, Dan, thanks. You know, Dan's not really even, it's not even his job to be on the shows. So anytime he's on the shows, it's, it's he's doing more work. So I appreciate you doing that, Dan. I really do. Well, thank you for saying that. But just to, to bring it back to the reality is I love being on the show. It may not be a, like technically part of my job, Adam, but it's my favorite part of what we do and what I do. So I'm happy you gave me this opportunity. I enjoyed it a lot. I hope people like my light banter and my ribbing of Adam. And eventually we will find out if he can eat this whole pizza. We will find out a lot yeah. of things about Adam. And most importantly, if he has any kind of athleticism whatsoever. <laughs> And for the record, I did not. I think you said letting you on. I, that is not what happened. My boss has forced me to have you on completely against my will. So <laughs> anyway, have a good weekend, everybody. And a happy new year. See you later. Happy new year. Hip-hop takes the stand in the new documentary, As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Rap lyrics are playing an increasingly prominent role in criminal cases. Every song, every lyric, every video that you've ever been involved with, they're going to use against you. Follow rap artist Kemba as he explores the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system. This artistic expression is a confession. I'm ready. Roll the tape. Watch the eye-opening new documentary, As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.